Welcome to the Be Free RE podcast, where you learn how to make your job optional. I'm your host, John, who's just getting started on his journey. But in the last year, I moved across the country, bought four apartments, make money as a landlord, no longer pay rent, and I have my first child. I'm joined by your co-host and my guide, Tony Angotti, who in five years quit his job and now manages over 80 units through a combination of house hacks, flips, and partnerships. So with that, let's jump into how you can do less of what you have to do and more of what you want to do. Tony, welcome back. How are things? Yeah, things are good. Yourself? Yeah, man. Things are going really well for us. We're uh, in the middle of refinancing our properties. So that's probably the main thing that's taking our time up right now. Nice. That's exciting. You uh, going to take advantage of the super low rates? Yeah, we snuck our refinances in before the government tax got slapped on them. So happy about that. That's good. Yeah. I actually, I'm not familiar about this with this government tax, embarrassingly. What is it? Oh, it's basically a fee that they assess on refinances. So there's so many refinances coming on that the, I, f- I can't remember exactly how much it is, but, um, and, and I actually think Congress is fighting it. So by the time you're listening to this episode, listeners, uh, this thing might not even have, might have been repealed. So investigate, but it's, it's like a five hundred to fifteen hundred dollar penalty essentially out of refinance which is pretty sizable is it just a closing cost then yeah essentially i, I don't believe it's a percentage of loan value okay that's cool yeah and i guess a small tip for our listeners is if you are talking to a mortgage broker uh they might even just eat the fee for you if you're already doing it because they want your business so you should ask you should ask if they'll pay for it because nice that's what, that's what our broker said they do also unrelated to refinances if you are in pittsburgh and Pennsylvania in general, happy eviction day because the eviction moratorium was listed or lifted in Pennsylvania. <laughs> However, happy not eviction day because now that stuff came up out with Trump and how nationally they're trying to put a hold on evictions until the end of the year. So looks like it may not be over anytime soon. Yeah. Hmm. I'm uh, just like you didn't know about the mortgage fees. I'm very happy not to know about that. So <laughs> yeah, the, the I'm not super familiar with all the details yet. Um, Once everything kind of shakes out as far as actually getting passed and getting pushed through right now, it's kind of all like up in the air with what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do. Um, We'll probably touch on that in the intro to one of the future episodes. However, right now, just know that Trump is trying to push through a national um, stay on on evictions. But at least for the time being in Pennsylvania, there's a small window of a few days where you can get your eviction paper work in and get rid of all those people that were gainfully working and still not paying rents. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, I guess I should say. Uh, so today we're going to take, we're going to continue to work through our mailbag. So we have Edwin from Texas writing in about a horror story on a foreclosure that uh, I assume it's a he bought. And then we're actually going to switch into a, a new, uh, I don't know, what do we call it? A new, a new series, a new, 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 new segment. Yeah, there you go. New segment where that's the drop. It's going to be called Florida Man Tenant, where we essentially tell you terrible <laughs> stories about tenants to help inspire you to better screen your own so that one, you don't have to know about eviction moratoriums and two it, it's just kind of funny so all right uh i guess with that let's jump into edwin's question unless you got anything you want to get off your chest right now Tony. it sounds like you want to get into this this is a long a long write-in so it bear is. with us while john gives you story time all right it says dear john oh and i guess tony too no he didn't write that but anyway <laughs> I, I recently bought a foreclosure with plumbing that hadn't been updated since before
before I was born. When I started working on it, there was a permanent dark yellow brown stains in the toilet. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I tasty. Dumped, yeah, I dumped a bunch of toilet bowl cleaner in the tank, which is not how you get rid of hard water stains. I've learned the cleaning gel gummed up the valves in the tank, and the next thing I knew, my brand new in quotes foreclosure was flooded with toilet water. This isn't the end of the story. I cleaned. It was clean water for the tank, so I mopped it up and pathetically called my plumber for help. Before he showed up, a colony of cockroaches emerged from the walls everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Apparently, I had flooded their home in my quest for a squeaky clean toilet. <laughs> Soon after that, a mouse joined me and the roaches. I guess he had been flushed from his home as well. I called my plumber and haven't returned to the place since. What should I do? I hope that's not true because he wrote this over Instagram. But anyway, uh, it's a pretty good one. Uh, I need a moment to process this. Yeah, well, I think that in some areas of the world, cockroaches are considered a delicacy. So depending on uh, who's looking at this, this may just be a tasty snack, right? Like, mm. mm. At least the, for the mouse. I, I don't know. I'm going to pass on that. But yeah. Yeah. I I think I don't remember if we talked about it on the show, but my experience with cockroaches, we had a building, had a bunch of them in them. We had it treated. All the cockroaches were killed. And when I went to uh, get the basement cleaned up, no one would do it. Uh, people will treat them. However, I could not find anyone to actually remove the carcasses. Oh, wow. What did you do? Just go in with a wet dry bag? I went with a granny style, like a... Um, Oh, broom and dustpan. and dustpan and a dust mask there you go and uh there were like 500 or 600 of them they weren't um holy smokes coming from the walls like live like it sounds like this scenario this is like out of saw or some crazy horror movie Before business nightmare book yes so, so yeah for what benefit. what they should do is grab some gasoline and burn the house down it's probably <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. I'm sorry this is happening to you right away off the bat, Edwin. Uh, yeah, I mean, toilets aren't that expensive. So that would be my first piece of advice is next time you can get a very nice toilet for $200 and you can get a very functional toilet for 100 So uh, you're probably yeah. trying to save a little too much money. In any event, so serious advice, if you're going to keep the house, number one, if you have a water problem going on, which it sounds like the water problem probably stopped because they were mopping it up so it probably wasn't like squirting water everywhere but you should never just leave because leaving the water problem will result in floors falling in and ceilings falling and large scale issues so i assume that didn't happen but what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to call your very friendly pest company possum treatment optional you you hopefully don't need possum treatment however who knows this house seems like a ecosystem in and of itself yes um but yeah you got to call them and get that that cockroach treatment probably gotta tent the house if it's this this serious so i have never tented a house however i did talk to someone today who said that they need to tent their rental and the tenants refused to leave they said that um they would prefer to stay and live with the pests than be for be put up in a hotel for a week wow well okay i agree tent the place get it solved i mean here's the good news you don't have anybody in there so be expeditious about it and uh yeah i don't know when i live in California, people had to tent their places all the time. I don't see it often out here in Pittsburgh. I guess it's cold enough that whatever. You don't have to do it. All the time? Did they get like colorful, cute tents? Yeah, they did. Well, it was like, you know, yellow and blue. It looked like a circus tent though. Yeah. Nice. A flea circus in a way. Exactly like that. Did it? 
Yeah, that's a great joke. Um, yeah, so you're gonna gotta you're gonna have to clean the cockroaches. This one actually might be something where if there's enough of them and you have water and mice and stuff, you might just call like one of those disaster cleanup companies at the end to come. Just like they're expensive, but you're gonna have so many dead animals and insects in this place that I would. There's no way I would go in there and clean that up myself. I'm not that brave. Yeah. Also, there's a main water shut off valve, so I hope you <laughs> shut that off. And it's just one toilet flush overflow i'm hoping so I'm, I'm hoping we don't need fans to prevent mold growth and all that here we're being very worst case scenario but uh yeah i don't know i feel like we're not really helping it out here much uh sometimes people are looking for advice on how to take a cold bath and my advice is get in the water and get it over with <laughs> as fast as you can so that's kind of how i feel about this edwin i'm sorry there's no advice on taking a cold bath no you just got to uh you gotta jump in and get your hands dirty with the uh cockroach carcasses yeah mm. i would try a wet dry vac for that though <laughs> I don't... sponsored by yeah. cabinet jacks cabinet jacks <laughs> multi-use i'm sorry to hear this edwin this is unfortunate all that i can say is that i feel your pain and had to clean up cockroaches myself and i will say that after the first 50 of them and the first one that you see still crawling you just be kind of become numb and at this point cockroaches don't really gross me out anymore from that event so you'll get through it it'll be cool got the house and call it a day and never tell attendance that this happened yeah and also write write us in when it's all done uh for sure curious how this goes how it ends up all right great so i think we're going to switch gears from that into our new segment of florida tenant so uh ship dog writes in about florida tenant i had this family move in and they used the dishwasher and it broke we had a repairman come in and check it and he deduced that we need to replace a part that the tenant had broken the part was only available online, so we told them to wait and not use the dishwasher. Later, they called us complaining that the kitchen was flooded. The floors are hardwood, so I was quite concerned. I asked what was going on with the dishwasher and why they were using it, to which the wife replied, how am I supposed to wash the dishes? With the hose, <laughs> there is a deep sink about two feet away from the dishwasher. So, there you go. <laughs> Make sure that you're screening and vetting your tenants before they move in. Uh, how do you screen for this, though? Are you like, do you give them a dirty dish and say, you have no dishwasher how would you clean this and then show them pictures of like a garden hose a sink and a, like a kitchen sink and a bathroom sink be like which one do you select yeah. correct answer you're permitted to enter my apartment i'm really imagining this person like going to the hose bib outside hooking up the hose with a like outside garden sprayer throwing it up through the kitchen window and spraying their their <laughs> their dishes like over the sink with the kitchen hose or the garden hose yeah or like uh, using a pressure washer to like blast them into oblivion. I don't know, Tony. The point is we're just trying to scare people so that they do a good job. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's no solution here other than the picture test. You could give them three pictures, Call, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a very long application and screening process. Yeah, it's very and it, and it really just results in you getting clean dishes in your house because you, you ask people to demonstrate how to clean dishes <laughs> on your dishes. Yeah. Transitions are strong suit what did you uh I, I guess we're transitioning into the what did you learn this week segment i'm, I'm doing the host duties again i'm very bad at it uh, you work too hard you care too much alpha male i am the captain now yeah <laughs> Dude, <laughs> great quote great quote 
yeah so what did you learn this week uh this week i learned like why the one percent rule is the one percent rule so uh for everyone who doesn't already know the one percent rule is essentially when you buy a property you should be getting one percent of the purchase price and rent and that's like a very simple the math is very easy but it always kind of irks me when i don't actually know like why is that a good rule of thumb so the reason why it's a good rule of thumb is you're getting one percent every month so that's going to be 12 percent a year and you're going to give 50 percent of gross away uh for expenses another rule of thumb uh so that leaves you with six percent and then you should have some appreciation in the property uh hopefully not negative between zero and three percent and that gets you to some rough range of uh pretty competitive um returns compared to the stock market so there you go that's what i learned you looked that up in a book somewhere oh yeah that's from uh the choose fi podcast pretty good not as real estate focused as us but very practical advice on how to be financially independent and scrappy that's good that's good so what did i learn this week i learned that when you're close to closing a deal instead of haggling last minute things you should just close the deal there's a very important reason for this we are currently purchasing a property and some occupancy stuff came up and we were trying to negotiate with the seller last week on wednesday and come thursday the dude disappeared no one can find him we can't find him his lawyer can't find him his tenants can't find him there was a gas leak at the property and the authorities could not get in touch with him dude is a ghost and we were supposed to we were supposed to close today obviously that did not happen and uh now we're trying to figure out where he is and wondering if we should file a missing persons report wow because we literally have no clue what happens (laughs) it will not be resolved next week but that's okay yeah tune in next year when our podcast has much higher production value yeah the uh i mean i do think there's a very good lesson there in like negotiating versus grinding is what i've heard from other people too it's like you know sometimes just get it done better than done is better than perfect yep so that's my my life lesson what's our phone number to call into 412-212-8366 where you read that in a book too you studied i'm proud of you thanks man yeah i learned um we're on instagram at bfreere tony's at 412 agent and we have bfreere.com if you uh please give us a call leave us your name where you're calling from and your question and we'd be more than happy to answer it on the air and we promise we won't make fun of you your tenant may get made fun of but but not you we will try and make light of the situation. We'll be laughing with you, not at you. Sounds good. Peace out. See you, everybody.